Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 29, The Slow Season. <laughs> it's been so slow that we're actually... We're a couple of weeks behind. Listen, it was Thanksgiving. We had a lot going on, all right? I, I, I see, there's been a lot going on. Also, you can't complain. We're free. We're literally free. Yeah. This, this, is, this is, I always say, this is just a great time of year. Um, I, I, and we remain busy. I remain busy in terms of real estate. Sure. But it's not... Different the, ways, right? In different ways. Yeah. It's not the day-to-day of I'm meeting with buyers, I'm meeting with sellers. We're, you know, we're selling... We're, I mean, we're, Every, every podcast, we're like, we're crushing it. We're like knocking it out of the park. You know, we're, we're, we're just killing it. And we, you know, our sales are exploding. And then November came yeah, along. And yeah. yeah. Where's my cricket sound effect? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we laid an egg. But uh, <laughs> exactly. It was, it, it was a great month. Well, listen, everyone needs a break, right? Yeah. Every, everyone needs to catch their breath. You can't be go, go, go a million miles an hour all the time. Or right, you're going right. to run yourself into the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that actually, Mark, you've brought up with the team before. And I don't know if we've necessarily addressed it on on the podcast, but kind of making that decision too, you need to take time for yourself sometimes and how right. important that is, um, you know, mentally and overall for the team as well. That's one of the things. So so we've mentioned that we as a team are going to be uh, going to Aurora, New York, yes. uh, the beginning of January. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So we've, we've rented out um, this beautiful, beautiful well, it's a hotel, so we, we you know, and, and it's several different homes that have been converted into. And anyway, so we've rented out one of the, one of the uh, one of the houses. Um, there's a beautiful, beautiful dining room, and we're gonna have a catered meal, um, and we're gonna celebrate the success that was. But the following morning, we then just sit down and we're like, okay, here's what we're gonna do for the year to come. And one of the things that that I want to do is very seriously talk about everybody on the team figuring out how it is that they're going to schedule in January the days that they're going to be taking off throughout the course of the year. Oh, yeah. So that we don't find ourselves next year in the place that we do this year, which is we're just, you know, it's, it's like the battle wounded. I mean, right. and, and, and there, are, there, are, there are dead, and it's not just our team. I mean, you know, I've spoken to any number of other agents, and in the middle of October, everybody just fell to the ground. Yeah. Just exhausted. Well, once you go, 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 go. That happens. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so it is important to take a little bit of time. Mark, you actually just got to take a little bit of time, finally. Yes. Vacation take part two. This one actually was a vacation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was, in, I was in Wyoming, what, three, four, four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and it was it was beautiful, but it was not the least bit relaxing, most especially because uh, there were plane issues, et cetera. So um, we came back, and I was like, i got to get the hell out of here. I've got to go and find some place to relax. And we spent um, a little less than a week in, um, uh, in a beautiful, beautiful resort. Um, in uh, northeastern Mexico, three and a half hours driving time from Cancun. Nice. Um, probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my What's life. What's the name of it again? If anyone's it, listening and they're and they're interested in looking at it, I mean, it, it, from what you're describing, it sounds incredible. It, unbelievable. Chablet, C H A B L E. It is an old sisal plantation on several hundred acres. There are a bunch of buildings that were built in the late uh, 1700s, which have been beautifully, beautifully, beautifully restored. Um, and w- and there are, uh, uh, the, these buildings have been converted into um, three different restaurants. There's a beauty salon. There's a spa. There's a gym. Uh, there's a, t- uh, a tequila house. There's a cigar-, a cigar house. And then carved out of the jungle are 40 casitas. And each casita has its own plunge pool. But if you think, 40 casitas, it's an adult resort. Two people per house. You're only ever going to have 80 people there at any given time. Um, and there's, oh, there's a golf course and there's a pool, et cetera, et cetera. 80 people, three different restaurants, 
you just never bump into anybody. Little privacy. It's nice quiet. It, it's won all these design awards. It is honestly, I've never gone to the same place twice. I can't wait to go back to this well, place. That is high praise. In fact, I'm hoping this Saturday that I'm going to convince your in-laws <laughs> to join me uh, next year. <laughs> I, I feel like you may. I feel like you may. Good. I, good, uh, good. Mark, I also just got back from some vacation. You, yeah. you, you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just got back from uh, it's a lovely little town in oh. the southern tier of New York yes. called Endicott. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, you know, it's it's very reminiscent of Chablis uh, in Mexico. <laughs> no, I went to went to my parents for Thanksgiving, which was really really sweet. Actually, um, the Walmart there is really great, isn't it? It's a super Walmart. All right, <laughs> is, it, is it really? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we also have a Wegman's. Pretty there big deal. Um, no, but it, it was nice to be back home. And and what was even better was that. My my entire immediate family was there, um, which has not been been the case. So a, a little context here. Growing up, we always had twenty five or thirty people at my grandma's for Thanksgiving, and all the cousins and all the distant relatives would come, yeah. and it was it was great. It was pure chaos, but it was great. And then over the years, as as time does, um, you know, people started to pass, and it became less and less, and the cousins stopped coming, and it was just kind of the immediate family. And for a, a time there, this is sad. Um, for a time there, it was me and my parents and my cat, and that wow, wow. that that was a, that was a, about it. Because my sister um, works for a grocery store, or she did anyways. So Thanksgiving time was really tough to get away. So sure. her and my nephews would um, would stay in Massachusetts, and they'd miss out. Uh, um, but you know, I just had my second son uh, just a bit yeah. ago. My yeah. wife and I, yeah. so my wife and I, and both my sons. I uh, went back to my parents, and my sister was there with my nephews, and she brought her boyfriend, and it's it's building back up, and it was sweet. It was it was great, and the best part was how happy my parents were to have everyone <sighs> back together again. They were just uh, they were so ecstatic, as you know. Just it's like my parents being ecstatic is like one B and one A is just being so excited to be in beautiful Endicott, New York. It's just. Uh, <laughs> But, but but what you described really was the essence <laughs> yeah. of the holiday. Yeah, yeah. That's and, and giving sh- that's awesome. I'm glad for you. And eating as much as I possibly could. I I'm gonna be honest. I'm afraid to step on the scale. <laughs> well, I'm still. I mean, I I had the rotator cuff surgery. What you know, months and months and months yeah. ago. I'm still trying to take off the ten pounds Ooh. that I gained since February. I might have gained ten pounds Ooh, eating Thanksgiving man. dinner. Well, you don't possible. look it. You look great. My, my wife. <laughs> My wife was like, she's trying to figure out how how much our our new son weighs, and she's like, "Well, go weigh yourself, and then and then you know hold him and weigh yourself and subtract." I was like, "Nah, <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna subject myself to that right now. I think that's bad for my mental health, so I'm gonna not do that." It's um, a trigger. It it, it truly it, is. Yeah, it truly yeah, is. Yeah, stop triggering. Me. Um, so as always, uh, you can go back and listen to previous podcasts. Um, crazy, right? Episode twenty nine right now. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always love it when you share them. Uh, like, leave reviews, no matter it, how you're listening. And this is going well. I yeah. mean, we we have a growing audience. I believe we do. Yes. I, yeah. I am excited to announce that we uh, we do have a growing international audience. Mark, not one, not two, not three, but. Four new countries. Well, so I did not know that we had four new countries. Have you found may have told ourselves. Me this, but, yeah. Um, so so the, my, my favorite in the list is? Yeah. Is Mexico, which I accused Mark. Actually, I texted Mark in Mexico. <laughs> I was like, coincidence? I swear to God. It Wait, was you're not. You're telling me. It was not me. No. That, that your rest and relaxation <laughs> in this beautiful <laughs> resort was not popping in some AirPods and listening to our podcast? Nope, no, Are you no, biking no. through the jungle? No. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Yeah. Um, so, so Mexico uh, is on the list there, as is India, France, and Ecuador. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would. Did, I was going to pull facts, but there's just too many. To well, be all right. Let me let me throw one out. Yeah. Oh. And, and then and then we'll get into like the real oh, serious. Okay. okay. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> there are moments in life when you're like. Why haven't I known that since the age of seven? Do you know what the word Ecuador means? I do not. Equator? Middle? You uh, nailed it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. and Educated you'll, guess. You'll never guess why Ecuador is called Ecuador. It's because it's on the equator. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. literally, I was in Ecuador a few years ago. <laughs> you have to go there to figure it out. <laughs> and, and like, I just said, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah there's the, the okay. Got yeah, it. That makes sense. <laughs> that, that does make sense. So. Thank you to our international listeners. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. We do uh, we do appreciate you in the uh, in the spirit of giving thanks. We thank you for uh, spending some time with there us. There we go. There we, um, go. we have some uh, we have some things to get to real estate wise. Maybe some projections for the upcoming year. I know you were looking through some of the things that, that Inman was saying, yeah. uh, Mark. But uh, first, let's get a market update. Okay. Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. This is hot. Yes. Um, so when we last spoke with you, so that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were at 406 listings for Monroe County. Okay. We are now at 330. No. Yeah. Really? 330, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then for the six-county region, we were at 787. At the time of this recording, 664. Oh, my God. 664 and 330. 330. Okay, so so I love doing I love playing this game. Yeah. So there are 20 municipalities or 21 mm-hmm. municipalities in Monroe County. That means there are approximately 15 homes available for sale. Yeah. In each town. Wow. Yeah. It's been slower. It's been slower. Did we mention Did we mention that there's not a lot of activity going on? I told you. This is why this is episode 29, the slow season. Wow. Um, okay. But this is what happens, and this is very normal. This is very, very, mm-hmm. very yes, very um, typical. Obviously, the the holiday time is is heavily attributed to this. Just people are distracted with. You know, so many other things. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving and uh, all mistletoe. the holidays are coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, by the way, Happy Hanukkah. Oh, yeah. Happy yeah, Hanukkah. yeah, yeah. Is mistletoe canceled yet? Um, mistletoe is not canceled. Still okay? No, no okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, so, yeah. Just making sure. I'm looking forward to that. Could be the year. <laughs> um, so it's that's obviously part of it. And then the cooling weather as well. I think we've mentioned in previous podcasts, you know, we've been lucky so far. I'm going to knock on, on wood that we haven't been hit with a lot of snow, but people don't want to Trapes through snowbanks. Well, I, 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 will, I will say, um, and maybe this is a great segue into you know what it is that's that's forthcoming. Mm-hmm. I will say that I have spent an, in, in, an inordinate amount of time over the course of the past two or three weeks going on listing appointments. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I would say that uh, four or five a week, which is for this time of year, very, very... And these are people who are not imminently going to be listing. Yeah. These are people who are planning on listing um, after the first of the year. Okay. Uh, but we probably... I mean, we're probably going to come out in the middle of January with, boom, you know, 15 listings. Which is interesting because is that just a, a team thing? Is that just a you thing? Or is that going to be really the entire industry? And, and are we going to find ourselves in the same position that we found ourselves last year where light the match... Pour the gasoline. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's boom and it's going. I, I think I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I think that uh, you've got the armies of buyers who were so frustrated this past year. Yeah. They threw in the towel. Well, actually, you, you even just mentioned it to me just before we went, uh, we started recording. You've got buyers who are now doing what it is that I was about to describe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they took a little break. And now I've got a bunch that are active again. And, and we'll get into this, um, you know, setting expectations for... The slow season. Um, I've already run into this a little bit. I've talked about the process of setting up the searches. Um, and a lot of them will come to me and say, 
you know, I mean, we might need to change stuff up because we're not getting a lot of, uh, of results. Like, well, that's, that's kind of what's going to happen right now. Now, right. with that said, there are gems that pop up. Um, so you might be able to find something. So I'm curious to see how the rest of this season comes through. We, we what we've got 29 days, 30 30 days, mm -hmm. 30 days until the end of the year. There's nothing that's going to go on. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, n n nothing is going to play, take place. But um, <clears throat> but I do think it, I'm sensing these buyers are rolling up their sleeves and they're like they're getting ready. I mean, they're it, it's, it's you, war. You say yeah, it's it's, it's Usain Bolt at the starting block. Yeah. I mean, like he <laughs> right. is like you know he's 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 getting ready because he knows that the race is going to start and you can you can feel it and you can start to sense in these conversations on uh, middle of January the buyers are going to be there and they are they've learned their lessons from this past right, year sure. and they're going to be off and running you know I, I do credit my buyers <clears throat> even if they don't end up purchasing in the next month or two um, but to be in the position and ready to go I, I think like you just mentioned is, is really critical for, yeah. for anyone looking to buy um, because if you just kind of drop yourself in when everything starts up you could find yourself behind the eight ball right off the bat. Off the bat. Right, right. Yeah, there, there is, you know, there's definitely, traditionally, there's always prep work. Um, mm -hmm. you know, buyers need to learn. Well, they've got to sit with a mortgage broker. They've got, you know, they've got to grow comfortable with numbers. Uh, but then they've also got to start to become comfortable with the process. Sure. Um, and the give and flow and the take and how it is that they get through properties and how much time they should be spending in properties. And then they've got to go through the whole process of, you know, sometimes it's quick and it's immediate. Other times it takes a long while, but they've got to go through the process of figuring out what it is that they might truly want. Yes, exactly. And, and you yeah. see it as, with, with couples all the time, you know, uh, Susie and, and, and Bill, and they they want, you know, the, the center entrance colonial that's, you know, that's got the, the white shutters. And you start walking them through and they realize, you know, no, that's not what we're looking for. So yep. it, we hate that the floors always look like this. We, yeah, you know, yeah. we're not big fans of the molding. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that's experience you only get by going through the process. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So let's take a, a little look at some projections of, of potentially the year to come. Um, seems as though the prices will, shockingly, remain high. Yeah. That's a big one. Um, shouldn't be really a surprise to anyone. I, I, well, I mean, it's not a surprise to you. It's not a surprise to me. Um, but I think that increasingly the buyers that we've been working with and the public in general are starting to come to the understanding and realization that there is not going to be a, cor a correction. Right. Uh, this is something that we started to realize at the end of spring, the beginning of summer, that this is a new high water mark, that there's not going to be some... Because we had a number of buyers who were like, I'm going to sit it out. I'm going to sit it out until the correction comes. I'm not going to pay 100000 over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so so there there has been no correction, and we have been forecasting since uh, the end of May that there's not going to be, and, and increasingly it seems as if there's this is just the new reality. Sure. I'm curious to see because as more and more of the properties that did go way over list price continue to close and they get thrown into to comparables for yep. new properties that are being listed, obviously that's going to push the price up from the start. Yes. How much higher... Is it, are you going to have to go to be able to, 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 to win a bid? Is it going to be a situation of you're going 50 to 100 over again? I, what's your instinct on that? My gut tells me that from the middle of January, I'm really going out on a limit. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Projection from the, time. <laughs> from the middle of January until the beginning of March, the, the buyers are going to be out in large numbers. The sellers aren't going to yet uh, be willing to put their house on the market for sale. And you'll start to see that phenomenon, mm -hmm. you know, $25,000, dollars $40,000 over asking. Come March, when it is that more inventory starts to hit the market, I think that that will start to uh, to, to pass. Okay. Um, and and it'll, it'll still be competitive, but there will be more property on the market for sale, and buyers won't be uh, confronting these outrageous valuations. One of the other things that we've we've seen and is being projected by, by Inman is that mortgage rates could go up. 
And and that's a fascinating one for me because that obviously has been a big driving factor for why there are so many people that want to buy. Right. Um, Inflation is obviously on the horizon. Um, We're we're already being impacted and hit by inflation. Um, And so the Fed just just yesterday, I mean, despite uh, the the arrival of the Omicron variant, the Fed is stating that they are going to begin tapering. They're going to continue tapering. Um, and as a result of bond purchases, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, interest rates are going to start to rise as a hedge against inflation. So they're predicting um, that rates are going to increase to 3.3%. Uh, the middle of the year, they're saying 3.6%, which yeah. which historically... It's great still. It's, it's, a, it's a great rate. It's my I mean, parents' interest rate, well, they said they're... The house they might live in now when they first bought it, 13%, 16%, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like insane. 9.5%. When, when I when oh. I purchased my first property, 9.5%, which, you know, I was like, hey, that's just what you pay, 9.5%. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, interest rates just plummeted and boom, I just started to refinance my primary residence and all the rentals. Sure, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so, so interest rates, it, it is, it, there's an argument that can be made that if you're interested in purchasing in the coming year, probably front-loading your effort yeah. to get in before interest rates. Because, let, let, all right, so let's take um, let's take a uh, $200,000 property, you know, just a modest you know, um, starter home. If interest rates go up half a percentage point, you're looking at uh, spending another $1,000 every year yeah. for the next 15, 20, or 30 years on, um, on, on interest. That's just money out the window. So, yeah, strong argument can be made. So that, if, if that holds true and that is what happens, then that's going to compound an, an issue that's already been happening, and that is the difficulty for first-time home buyers. Right. And and it's going to make it harder. It, harder and harder and harder. I am actually thinking that I want to put together a small coalition um, of, of agents um, and industry leaders locally and just approach um, our county executive, Adam Bello, or the incoming mayor, um, Malik Evans, maybe some of the members of uh, the state senator, the state assembly, and just say, listen, we need governmental intervention. Yeah, We need for more Builder. Well, but then again, so let's say that we're you know let's let's say that we're triumphant, and all of a sudden there's all there are all these tax abatements, uh, and and all these tax incentives for builders to build two hundred twenty five, two hundred fifty thousand dollars starter homes. I mean, first of all, it's going to take a few years, but even when that happens, you're still having to contend with the issue that we've got material uh, materials aren't, aren't arriving um, on work sites. Right. Yeah. And no workers still. Well, there's no workers. That's getting slightly better, but still. Not There's great. Nobody swinging yeah. a hammer. Yeah. I mean, you know, let, let alone you know, slinging a tray um, right, at a sure. restaurant or yeah, yeah. So, so um, I, I, I do think you know, to your point, it is going to be a while before first-time home buyers. And, and, and I, I honestly don't see any time in the next five years where it gets any easier. Well, there's another factor in play that's gonna even screw them over more, and that is the fact that rent is gonna keep shooting up. Yes. Um, so there's also that. So that's that's kind of a two prong. So obviously, if you're renting right now and you want to buy, that's less money in your pocket that you're saving to be able to put down for a down payment and be able to purchase a house. And also, more and more people, the the haves that have extra income, are going to be scooping up investment properties that could also be a first-time homebuyer's home. There is a documentary, probably about 12, 15 years old, called Waiting for Superman. Mm -hmm. And it's about the charter school movement. Okay. And I recollect a scene in there 
uh, where in, in order to, to um, have your child enrolled in a charter school, most states have lotteries. Um, and you, you can't, I mean, Duffy was the secretary of education for the state, my partner, Duffy was secretary of education for the state. And people used to call the time and they were like, you know, I want to get my kid into this charter school. And he would tell them over and over, there's nothing I can do. It literally is just a lottery. Wow. So you're watching the documentary and as the students' numbers are being called, you see the family just collapse. They're sobbing and they are crying and because they understand and they know and they realize that their child now has a better and more fighting chance yeah. of becoming successful in life um, as a result of, of, of becoming um, a, a student at a charter school. I think that there's an analogy here that can be made with being fortunate enough to being the, the buyer who wins out in a bidding war when it is that you're competing against 15, 20 other offers for a first time, do it. I mean, yeah. even, this is a terrible thing to say. Even if you're having to overpay a little bit, just get in, get your first home because it, it's not going to get any easier over the course of the next five years and you've got to get on the track. You've got to get on that train and you've got to start to create some some equity as as, a reason, as opposed to you know giving your money to a landlord flushing it down the toilet sure, yeah. um so I, I think there's I, 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 I listen I just bought another rental property a month ago I overpaid considerably considerably but I did it because there's no other rentals that are out there and available. Sure. And so I just got I, I just got to continue to build the portfolio, and I figure, well, you know what? Um, the after a year and a half or two years, what it is that I overpaid, I will reclaim as a result of the rent that I've uh, that I anyway. Right. So, It'll work itself out. It's it's looking at it long term versus the short term. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of factors. Really interesting that uh, as we sit now and. Um, drink our hot cocoa by the fire and, and Is that what we're uh, doing? relax a little <laughs> bit. Uh, we project to see what's going to happen uh, next year in the coming years. Anything else that you think of? You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm spending a lot of my time just going through all the year end stuff yeah. that, we, that, that, that we have to do. I mean, you know, there's, I mean, we, we got to do year-end interviews. I mean, I got writing newsletters. You know, we're working with a business coach on reporting, adding some, some nothing that you know, nothing that really impacts our clients. Just a lot of, and and then actually, this is the week that I start to reach out to um all those clients and all those sellers who told me this past year that they were going to um, engage in the market um, in the year 2022. So this is the time where I'm starting to pick up the phone, give them a call, sure. and uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, Mark just spitting in the face of our title, the slow season. <laughs> well, how 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 slow is it, Corey? When it is that we as a team managed in the week before Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, to deliver eleven hundred pies. Yeah, that was that was impressive. That's 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 real. That's really what what. While, while I was sunbathing <laughs> down in Mexico, <laughs> I, I am so grateful to the team. They really, yeah, thank Listen, you. Listen, I'm sure you had a great time, but I mean, I, I got real familiar with MapQuest again. So that was uh, some great nostalgia for there me we go. from back in the day. There we go. <laughs> um, all right, one tip. Yeah. One tip I'm going to, this is a holiday mm. for, for, for those who um, who enjoy holiday movies in the way that I do. Oh, okay. Um. The film Love Actually. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, after the 15th consecutive year of watching it, I found out last night 
it loses its emotional punch. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in case somebody's been wondering, you, you really just do, <laughs> you, you reach a limit. <laughs> okay. So, right, so, so, so I, I am looking. So if anybody wants to offer up um, a, uh, a film, uh, a Christmas okay. movie, mm-hmm. that, that could take the place of uh, Love Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm on the hunt. I don't think that this is going to be... Oh, no. I'm bracing myself. I don't think uh, that this is your kind of thing. Yeah. No. But, but I did want to share it because I actually recently researched, <laughs> believe it or not, yeah. why people like Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm. Um, because, I mean, let's look at the negatives. Um, terribly acted, horrible mm. plots. Yep. Completely predictable. Mm, yep. Um, I mean, low budgets. Yeah. You know, a lot of negatives there. But they're insanely popular. Again, maybe not your thing, right? But I don't, could be. I don't know. Um, but uh, there's no, so, you, you go, go with your hunch on this there's, one. There's so, many, but there's so many people that love them. And I, 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 I'm like you. I, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a very curious person. So there's something I don't get. I, I like to try to figure it out. So it's funny. It has a couple of things. Um, one of them is the predictability can be seen as a benefit. Oh, okay. Because in times of uncertainty, it's a comfort. It, um, it's more so the, the other part is 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 the stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the holidays bring mm-hmm. a lot of stress. Um, all the family that's there, you have to buy for everybody. Yep. The money trap. I mean, it's endless. Really, having to decorate mm-hmm. anything, you have to get into the the decoration war with your neighbor, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it brings that comfort and. And the other part of it is you always know that it's going to end well. So you don't have any of that anxiety that that's it might true. be. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That's, that, that's, that, that's, that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's going to persuade you to go watch no. the movie no. You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I feel like, no, no okay. No, right, but, uh, right. but, but if somebody does yeah. have anything they might want to offer up, uh, um, yeah. Uh, there, is a, there is one. Oh, it's escaping me. It's a horror movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, back in the 60s? No, this is a newer one. Santa Claus and the Aliens, 1964. Yeah, yeah. Santa Claus and the Aliens? Yeah. Is that really a movie? Yeah, it really is. Uh, I'm going to have to look up what the name of it is. But um, but it essentially is, it's like evil Santa. Oh, great. Um, And how he was a a pagan god. Oh. Um, And instead of giving, he comes and takes and murders people. Uh, I'm gonna have to look and see. Black Christmas is the name of the movie, I think. Wow, something like that. So if you want to get dark, we can get dark. I can go both ways. Yeah, all right. No, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking for the comfort. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, if you want to send us your uh, tips for great holiday movies, you can do that. Um, if you ever have any kind of real estate questions, you can also reach out to the team. Maybe you're a buyer who's expecting that you're gonna jump into things in the new year. Maybe you're a seller that looks uh, it looks like you're gonna be listing at some point. You can always reach out, um, get all of our info over at markseewick.com, M-A-R-K-S-I-W-I-E-C.com. You can reach out, out to us directly. Of course, me at 607-341-1230. Mark, your number. That's what you're cueing me for. <laughs> like, I never asked five eight five three three zero eight seven five zero. Thank you. After I, I, after I saw you cueing me, I was like, "What the yeah. hell does he want?" After yeah, let's see, twenty eight minutes of seamless transitions, yeah, just yeah, on the same brilliant. page. It was it was just the yeah, hand, yeah. the literal. I did the hand gesture. No, hand off I know. Move. I saw it. I was yeah. like, I just. I, <laughs> Yeah, a, a very poor Ed McMahon I am. So. Um, you can also go back and listen to all the previous podcasts as well. Uh, it's a, it's interesting if you go back and listen because it's a little uh, trip through time of what last year was like. Will we be repeating it next year? Yeah, yeah. We can just repurpose all those podcasts, Mark. Yeah, pro- pro- probably in many ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for so. sure. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. It's Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran. <laughs> <laughs>